0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the uh, good technical part of Highview uh, Matters. Tonight I've got another special guest, very special guest, Jill Armstrong, and in a few seconds we'll be talking to her about her father, the great Julie Armstrong. <laughs> Good evening, Jill. How are you?
1: I'm all right, thank you. How are you?
0: <laughs> well, I was all right. I was all right. Yeah. I think I'll get there. Don't worry. I? I think I'll get
1: there. Uh, right. I mean, <laughs> it's me that happens to technical.
0: No, technical I don't mean one. that in a
1: bad way, but yeah, no.
0: Right. Now, the thing is with Hybrid matters. What I do, I uh, we talk to uh, guests about memorable games, what it meant for them going to Highbury, their favourite players. Um, some of the special goals they, that they saw when they were there were all meant for them. All these things, it takes me a long time to do a lot of this research. Do about the questions? I looked at the programs, yeah. getting photographs of them all, compile it all together. And this one, we're talking about the 1974-5 and 1975-6 season. And you know what? I've got all the research notes there. No. <laughs> I'd rather talk to you about Jodie Armstrong, because that's what it's called uh, Sorry, now I'm talking about
1: um, Yeah, no, it, it's great, um, you know, to be able to kind of uh, share the memories of um, Dad. Um, I have actually spoken on a couple of podcasts before, um, so hopefully I'll be able to talk about some other things um, related to our life. Um, I mean, Highbury, um, obviously, you know, I I was going there from a few weeks old, I believe, um, according to my mum. Well, she was pregnant. She used to go and watch Dad. So, yeah, so I grew up there, really, until he left in 77. Um, It felt like another home. You know, we literally knew everywhere around Highbury. You know, we used to go in. So we had our little uh, routines every sort of um, home game. Um, you know, we'd go and, um, you know, there was just, it was just part of our lives, you know, every, you know, home game, we would have this certain routine, go and watch dad. Um, and, um, you know, it was part of our life, you know, so obviously, you know, Highbury is very important to us as a family, um, you you know,
0: really connected to it. What year would you say when you first started actually watching the football when you were there? You could actually well
1: I do know that mum said that when I was young um, she used to take coloring books <laughs> so <I'm, laughs> so don't, don't let I'm saying this live now um, so I was probably you know a toddler I would imagine I do remember watching the train go from King's Cross and that um, yeah I'm, it's hard for me to remember specific games because it was just the norm to go and watch yeah. dad play. So, yeah. you know, you know, at that age, you're not, you're going to know where, you know, you're watching your dad play. And obviously, um, you know, you knew the players because they were friends, but um, I think probably around, yeah, I would say mid, um, se- well, yeah, 74, 75. Um, well, actually, you're going more into my memories really on more the time that Liam was playing,
0: uh, oh, Frank
1: Stableton, David O'Leary, Richie Powling, um, you know that kind of um oh you know all that all of them really because um Liam lived next door to us and Wilf Frostern so you know um they were like family in a way um okay. so you know my memories there really are around that time uh, more so um and particularly the um when dad scored against West Ham i think we won 6-1 when was that in 70...
0: 75, that was, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get one or two? He might have got a couple
1: that day, I think. No, I think he got I know one. That Brian Kid got a hat trick. I think Borley got two. I think one was a oh, penalty. Was two, right? And Brian Kidd got a hat-trick. Yeah, now Brian. I remember that and I remember the atmosphere at High was just incredible. Um, I remember that. It really stayed with me, you know, as a kid. And also, you know, your dad's scoring as well. I think he was in I don't know, He's on the big match or something the next day or something. Um But, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's kind of surreal, really. You know, it's it's quite, you know, weird, really, because, you know, Dad was the most down-to-earth, most normal person you could ever want to meet. I mean, going off track a little bit, but when he died, our neighbour actually said he had no idea he was a footballer. He was just oh. a nice man that used to jam, <laughs> and he read his obituary in the times he's like oh my god you know that he did that but wow. that was bad you know he just felt lucky to do what he did but you know going back to the point um you know going to school in north london as well you know that was um your dad playing for arsenal he opened a school fate it was all kind of bit kind of strange but yeah um hybrid was just the most amazing time of our lives really, growing While up. you're talking about
0: hybrid Jill, can I just show you this uh, photograph that you might might recall? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, that's Tell us my, about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, before a game, we used to wait there um, in the um, Grand Halls, Marble Halls, I should say. Um, and I used to get up onto the seat and watch all the you know, the fans arriving sort of, and I remember seeing the horses, you know, going in and out, weaving in and out of uh, the crowds. It was amazing, you know, the, uh, yeah, it was just, you know, such an amazing atmosphere. But obviously, you know, we I was looking at it, I wasn't as much part of it, which, you know, you kind of felt at that age, I'd like to get out there, but, you know, obviously you were watching it. But that seat I actually stood on, I remember, it was, it, it it was very emotional going back there um, after many years, after um, you know the changes, obviously with the Emirates, and obviously they're all turning into flats and that. And going there, I went there with my friend uh, Nancy, and it really was so emotional for me to see it, you know, because I hadn't been back for a long time. But yeah,
0: it holds such. To... I used to go there in. Uh, I used to go there sometimes during the week. When it was half term at school, my uncle, who was a big supporter, used to send me up there to pick up the tickets, the match tickets. We never had a season ticket. And for me to walk in those marble halls,
1: the
0: Missionaire. Oh, I know.
1: The whole... The whole whole uh, Nobby,
0: I think his name was. The whole situation. Oh, my God. And then as you're getting to the counter to say, I'd like to pick up tickets for Mr. Newman, it says it was, Yeah, you might see a player walk past. And you're yeah. in heaven. I was like eleven or twelve, I think, thirty, and like you're going, wow. I mean, it was, whole and the atmosphere was fantastic in that the marble halls. Anyway, It had something about it. The I architecture. Mean, it, yeah, it, it
1: was it's um so special even now, isn't it? When if you go there, um, yeah, yeah it it's got something that it's just the whole whole feeling of Highbury. Um, you know, I remember walking up the steps with dad um you know even later on obviously when he went back as reserve team manager um and we'd walk they used to um park up the top near the church and we used to walk down to the ground and it was match day and obviously we get everybody shouting geordie 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 you know it'd take us about two hours to get to the so we'd have to leave early <laughs> um dad would stop and chat to everyone but um yeah no the whole I don't know it's just something it was a, it's a great love isn't it you know you feel um, it's in you it's hard you know I, I mean I'm sure loads of people have their own memories for Highbury I mean obviously mine is connected a lot to obviously my dad because you know he loved you know he adored Arsenal you know it was in his blood you know wherever he wherever we went I mean even when he left you know if Arsenal were playing. He'd be checking Arsenal's score before anyone else. You know, he's like he never left them. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it was a very, very special place, always was. And it was lovely to come back when he came back as, you know, reserve team manager, which he was obviously there for 10 years until he died. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was great. And then, obviously, he shared, you know... Um, and then, obviously, they did well with George and then Arson, you know. So, yeah, he, he got to... We got to experience a bit... Because, obviously, 71, I was a little bit young to really yeah, remember it. Yeah. yeah. And, again, when it's your dad's job, I know it sounds weird, probably might be different today, but, you know, you don't kind of think of anything out of the ordinary, if you know what I mean, if that makes sense. Not like you have screens and social media like today's kids of footballers, you know, then you didn't, did you? I mean, it's, you know. I was totally uh, different.
0: I mean, years ago, Jill, people used to actually read the programmes because that's the way they got the <laughs> information. You don't uh, do that now. I think the only people that's... that buy programs now are for collectors. I mean, yeah, I don't think I... have you know, open that past page
1: three. Yeah. I mean, I have found so many Arsenal. Um, I think I sent you one, the one with um, – the programming—it's got um, uh, Borley and um, Super Mac and um, Jimmy Rimmer and Dad playing cards, crib. I've got that. I've
0: got that. Yeah, yeah. I've got that. <laughs> I've got a photograph of that tonight as well. Oh, You're looking no. to your think. Where is it? I'll find it in yeah. a minute. But yes, you, that's right. Yeah. I think it's I've that one. Card
1: is that the also. one? I love it. Yeah.
0: Look at that. That is quality.
1: Yeah, and that yeah. look of Dad is just so Dad, like thinking he's probably um, he's going to win this game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the look no, he had. I mean, I mean Ray I was, Carl, I about that as well, he used to say that Dad went home broke <laughs> when he used to play cards. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but going back to the seventy-one double team that, that you obviously you weren't quite around as you were for the later teams, the eight, uh, the, the mid seventies uh, and late seventies. That team, there was a special bond. I know that everyone says all oh, teams yeah. have a bond, but you must have seen it, Jill, later oh, yeah. on. That you were still, Jordy was still speaking and mixing with good friendship with all these players from that team. It wasn't.
1: I've never known anything like it. I think um, they played in a couple of charity. um, I think um, you know games together. um, As I got older, I think we when we came back from Kuwait, and um, to be in the room, to be in the company of them, was amazing they just had this kind of, um, well, they still do, but they, you know, they have this kind of connection. They have this banter, this torment, this laughter, and you just sit there listening to them. And I used to be in hysterics, you know, because they were just so funny. Um, And, yeah, I remember Bob Wilson saying at Dad's funeral that a bit of the puzzle's missing now with Dad dying. Obviously, subsequently, you know, this, you know, lost Ray and John and a few other people, you know.
0: So um, Yeah, yeah. It, it was special, that Bond. I mean, I went to a few away games and we used to pick up tickets for the away games at the ground. We had to meet one of the players who used to give us the tickets and we had to meet and we were there with all the other players. We weren't mingling with them, we were just there, yeah. but we were on the outside of it all. And we could see, this is something special here, these guys are really together. They were messing around. One of them, we went to the semi-final in 71, away at the Villa Park, and Charlie George... Was late getting into the little bit where all the players were. We had to get a ticket off one of the players. And uh, he was wearing a uh, David Crockett jacket, and forget. With it, you know the. And as he's coming through, one of the players said to the commissioner there, Oh, don't let a fan in, will you? And he wouldn't let him in. And he's oh, going, I'm Charlie George. <laughs> son, go away, please, son, because he was one of the youngest guys in the yeah. squad then, Charlie. Uh, go away, please. No, no, you're not allowed in here. And after a while, they burst out laughing and they let him through. But that's what they, they had, that banter about them. It was so, so yeah. good. Fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, they're they just like so funny, like just tormenting, winding each other up. And funny enough, when we had the reunion in um, May um, at the Emirates, um, obviously the smaller group now, um, and a couple of the players were missing. But um, it, it was just lovely to see them together. And it's just that connection. It just feels like, um, it's just like, being with family you know it's uh, it's lovely it's special it really is um i think the world of them all you know um, my dad did you know he he loved them you know um i mean obviously you know you you lose contact as you go away but obviously when he came back and you know with george and then obviously going you know obviously at the um highbury when he was working under george i mean Um, It was just so, it was quite a small group of people and we were all friends together, and family. So we would all go out together or we had parties and, you know, I would have, I think I've got pictures of George and Pat and um, Stuart on the karaoke, you know? (laughs) Um, And, um, you know, it, it was so, and just great. I mean, we had the guy came to actually do the karaoke. He was, I don't know, some DJ and he did that. Hold
0: on, Jill, can I steal your thunder?
1: Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, and Raddy, oh,
0: big rad, big Raddy.
1: But you can see how happy they are. I mean, dad Dad was terrible, (laughs) (laughs) he was really bad.
0: I don't think he (laughs) realizes he was terrible
1: (laughs) to dad. It was like you're having fun, you know. He didn't, he wasn't embarrassed by things like that. He always used to say to us, you know, growing up, yeah, just go out, give it a go. You know he was great for that, um, but he just you know he he lived life like that. He did. He wasn't embarrassed by things like that, um, and he was good fun. You know he was um, he he's one of these people that he could hold you know a room. He could tell his stories. And I mean my God, I wish I'd recorded them from his high yeah. boots, early days with the players. And then you talk about the managers. Um, you know, that he worked with or he, you know, played, or you talk about Paisley, he'd, he'd add stories, you know, about Shankly. I wish I'd recorded them. You know, I remember snippets of them. But, you know, when it's your life and you hear it regularly, you don't expect it to change. Um, and, um, yeah, he just, he knew everyone. He was in football all his life. And, I mean, anyone would tell you, when he was um, reserve team manager, the first person everybody would ask, even if it was like the first team, where's Geordie? Where's Geordie? Is Geordie coming? He just knew everyone and he spoke to everyone. He made time for every single person, you know.
0: Well, um, well that's true. G- I've, I've spoken to a few people over the years and I remember when Geordie was playing for Arsenal, watching him, and that, I'll go on to that in a minute. Yeah. But everyone i come in contact with that has got a story about Geordie, about how he just seem to interact with fans. He could be doing the most... Some guy will be doing the most ordinary thing, and Geordie will come up to him and start talking to him. Yeah, then the halfway yeah. through, the guy goes, I'll oh, get mm-hmm. in a minute. I'm you just know going what? To Geordie Armstrong.
1: Actually, let me... Uh, this is a story I was told. I mean, years... Well, quite a number of years ago, when I was actually... When Dad first died, um, I got in touch with, I think it was um, Islington Gazette at the time, and they put out, uh, like a... You know, a, they did an article, and they put has anyone got any memories of Geordie, you know? Anyway, um, they rang me up and they said, we've got this guy, um, he's up in Scotland. For some reason, he, he got this. He must be relatives or whatever had seen it. And it turned out that he was delivering a load of, I, I don't know, food, beverages, whatever, at Highbury during the double year. And he was unloading. And this bloke jumped on, started helping him unload. And he said, "I turned around. I thought, bloody, yeah, that's George Armstrong. He's one of the keeper. But that was Dad. You know, and, you know, he um, wouldn't kind of oh, because I'm a footballer. I'm not going to do that. No. That was him. And and like I say, sometimes when we hear these stories and all the things, I, you know, I get on Twitter and or on social media in general, people, are, you know, must think, bloody, this can't be real. But yeah, no. I mean, that no. was him. He he was just like that. He just." Was helpful, he was friendly. He, he was, it was annoying for us as a family because it took so long to do anything. And <laughs> he t-
0: spread himself between all these fans and the family. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I think we kind of like, uh, probably came up a little bit short sometimes because he was always <laughs> off somewhere helping somewhere. But you know, it was him, it was part of who he was, you know, that's what made him special. Um, but I mean, you know, it, but. The, the love that so many people had for him, you know, like even, like I say, like Liam, you think Liam Brady, you know, he was a youngster coming through, were not they? Well, not a youngster, but, you know, he was, he was young. Yeah. yeah. And- um,
0: Just after Geordie, yeah.
1: Yeah, and- he played with Geordie
0: for a bit, but he was yeah, one of the, in
1: the team. Liam, he's godfather to my son. Oh, I mean, right, right. Yeah. And we've, I, you see, we live next door to him because he was in digs with Will Frostron. Um, And some of the best memories I have are those two. That's my kind of time I remember, um, tormenting um, each other and um, winding up the landlady and, you know, jokingly, affectionately, because they all loved her. Um, And, oh, they were the best, you know, Um, memories. And, like, my brother and I used to wait after every game at Highbury, um, you know, the tea room down past the tunnel. Yeah. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you see the, um, you know, the? do you remember the, um, where the tea room was down the tunnel?
0: Yes, where? I
1: do. Yeah. 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 Um, we, my brother and I used to stand outside there and we used to wait to get autographs and we used to do the same. I always remember, I can't remember which plate it was, but my brother always got his name wrong and he used to say to him, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was... Uh, I don't know if it was Trevor Ross or somebody. I think he got it confused with somebody else. Anyway, and he used to say to me, you sure you know who I am this week. Said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they were, they were torments, you know. Um, they really were players, you know. They were just, my brother and I would sit there, you know, like I say, we'd get all the autographs and then we would wait and we would wait and we would wait and they would be stacking up chairs and Dad still wasn't out. Dad would be the last person to come out with Liam usually, um, in them days. I mean, like I'm saying, my memories are a little bit more it's not to say I don't remember earlier times, but it was more about um what, what we did, you know, our routine going to Highbury, the little, you know, the um the the way we used to go round all the little corridors and round the you know, in different shortcuts through um you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, obviously waiting for Dad um, after a game, obviously being dropped off before a game. We went for something to eat. So we had all this routine going on that went on, obviously, as you can imagine, for many years. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, um, hybrid's just always been so special in that respect. I mean, down to the fact of us swimming in the bath, Fred Street filled up the, the water. Um, but where the players yeah, used time. to change that big one yeah and we used to swim in that oh no yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh fantastic i mean that's why we started this this uh, show because there's so many people that don't know anything about hybrid
1: oh, I mean. and they
0: i mean a lot of them do but some don't and the, they can't i can't get over across until i speak to people like yourself and other people to explain what it was like to go there it was a feeling it was like going I've said it before I'll say it again as someone once said it's like going to the uh, 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 holy place had that
1: feeling it it was just um, so special Um, it it gave you a you know just had this uh, amazing feeling Um, yeah it's hard to describe I mean you know It was just so special. I mean, like I was saying, when they actually were decided, you obviously talk, when it, it was going to be pulled down, you know, obviously flats made and that. I couldn't go there. I just couldn't even, because it, it was just so much part of our life for so long. And then obviously you imagine, you know, Dad knew about the Emirates happening. I mean, he saw, you know, the, the details. He saw the plans. But obviously he died before that happened. So um Highbury had such a huge connection. In the early playing days of the 70s and also in the latter years when he was coach, I used to wait with Paddy for dad because I was working in London and dad would be away on a, you know, I don't know, gone to, you know, playing away. And I would be waiting for the bus and Paddy used to look after me. We used to go in the manager's office. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Tony Nash,
0: it's yeah. I mean wonderful times for you obviously I had wonderful times just going as a support so I know I mean I don't buddies, but...
1: Yeah I know but you know what everybody was lovely it didn't matter you know everybody you know if you think everybody knew everyone I mean I was talking to a couple of the ladies who worked who worked for the you know the club and the, and they were talking about the days when you know like George and Dad and um, Stuart and Pat or whatever um, Terry Murphy, Steve that We'd all sit in rooms, you know, like and you know, after a game, we'd go upstairs and have a drink. Um, I, again, obviously, these are the years I remember because I was a lot older. But um, you know, we would we would share a drink. I mean, Steve Rowley as well. You know, it was such a small, close knit like family. It's so different now,
0: Joe. It's not too cool. It's very. not So I shouldn't say that. It's very corporate now
1: yeah of course so you're yeah. not going
0: to get that so those days are gone and I've you were been- lucky enough to be part of that
1: yeah because you think when dad died they asked if people could come to the funeral and literally the club closed down because they asked who wants to go to the funeral and everybody said yeah and it was literally buses coming we had to have police um like um cordoning off part of the center of cambridge because arsenal were turning up There's about i don't know how many coaches came. But it's all from the club. Everybody was there, you know, from, you know, directors, Hillwoods, David Dean, obviously, management, all the way through two ex-players. Frank Stapleton came, Bob McNabb came from the States. Do you know what I mean? It was, you know, huge. But that's what I'm saying. And that's because we all got to know each other, didn't we? Because, like I was saying, I mean, obviously, the you know, the... um, you know, everyone down to like catering, down to the shops, everybody, you know, they all came because it was like, everybody knew everyone. Um, and, um, you know, that's what made it special. I mean, funny enough, I think we were, when we were at the Emirates not so long ago, we had, um, we were in the director's box and, um, a couple of the ladies who worked at the, um, director's box in, um, Highbury were there and they remember mum and she was thrilled because, you know, it's like, (laughs) you know, um, so, yeah, it's it's really nice um, because, it, like you say, we all had that special bond, didn't we? I mean, they had that connection whichever way you, um, whichever, you know, part you played in it, you know, whether you were supporters, you were working there, you were players. Everybody had that kind of connection, didn't they? As you know, yeah. the approach players, you can't do that now. Obviously, this, you know, it is, people say, oh, you know, we should be able to. It's very difficult, isn't it? I mean, it's a different world. I mean, I know how much it changed when dad, from when dad was playing to when he, you know, when he was coaching. Imagine that now, twenty years on, it's completely no. different.
0: But yeah. you say that, that you, I understand for, for certain reasons you can't have the crowds now mingling with the players as much. Yeah, that I understand my deal. But I still can't get over when away clubs. It was like all of them, they get off a coach, have their head, head, uh, head things on, ear, ear, things in, they have dark glasses, they have something, they have their heads down, they don't even look at the fans. There's no reason for that. A no. smile or would, would do that's all they're asking. Yeah. For.
1: They that's won't sign just, any autographs,
0: of course, yeah. that won't happen, but it's, yeah. it's a shame, really. You have know, to say, yeah, it I think
1: the the way we live, though, today has obviously had an effect on it. But, no, I understand what you're saying. But then, I mean, to be fair, um, you do hear a lot of people say how nice, uh, you know, a lot of our players are. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying every Um,
0: footballer, but some of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, not being funny, you had that in the 70s, didn't you? There was players that were popular or they didn't want to sign autographs and they didn't want to do that I think it happens everywhere, it's just life isn't it, but um, yeah, no, um, Highbury was um, yeah, it's just it was amazing, everything, and the the whole design of the the building the art, I mean it's second to none isn't it, there's oh, no way right. it's ever that's been and I mean, cool. Dad did a interview with Bobby um, Charlton and he was talking about Highbury and he was saying how they used to talk about it the underground heating and That's things right. like that. I mean, that yeah. was coming from him being at Man U. Yes, so yeah. Looked up to the great Arsenal. You know, it's always kind of had that class element. Um, I mean, I remember Dad going on the bus. You know, in them days, I think they took the train and the bus. I remember we used to wave him off in Southgate. I think, um, and that um, they had like they were like Pullman buses. Do you know what I mean? You know, like the first old first class, first class child it, they were had like little lamps like these oh, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> as a child yeah. waving dad yeah. you see the lamps <laughs> um you know um it looked so luxurious you know um and it was wasn't it they say they were all about class the way they dressed the way they turned up and that was i think hybrid was that wasn't it it yes. was a class whole yeah. package so it really kind of filtered to what they wore, the suits. I mean, we've got a suit here still Dad's Arsenal suit with all the Arsenal buttons. And, I mean, it's amazing, you know, um, and so special, you know. Um, that,
0: is, that is why, Jill, people from other clubs, some of them get annoyed because it's the Arsenal. That's where the V comes from. Yeah, They're yeah. We are different, as they say. They don't like I it, it, but what well, it is.
1: I grew up with that kind of instilled in me. Dad never addressed a club any other way. It was always the Arsenal. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I always say that. I say that to my kids. I mean, they look at me funny, <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's all about respect, isn't it?
0: Very much so. And when you talk about respect, I mean, Julie respected everybody and, and also everybody respected Geordie. You talk about the Arsenal people that you work with, on and off the field loving him but you've probably seen over the past few years from comments from twitter the love that's out there for your father and it, it oh, doesn't yeah. know there and i speak to people on, on different podcasts as well and it all comes back especially of my age we saw the guy play. we realized what we had we, and we actually we took him for granted well i did anyway because when i watched him play every week. He'd get probably, we never had nut something out of 10 now where well someone played, like they do now, analysts. Yeah, like. yeah of course. But he probably played eight out of 10 every single week. Yeah. And it was, oh, he's done it again, big deal, move on. Whereas yeah. he never, he wasn't an up and down player. He was Mr. Consistent. consistent but the consistency yeah. was high. And really, I heard as well from, from my uncle, one of the players said, they loved it, one of the fullbacks that he knew. Loved it when Geordie, because Geordie played on both wings. You obviously know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So he loved it that when during the game, Geordie came to his side, he could have a bit of a rest. Because Geordie was like a Duracell battery up and down, up yeah. and down, up and down.
1: The only position he didn't play was keeper. He was really <laughs> <Yes>. keeper. <laughs> uh, but,
0: but yeah. That's what he was like, Geordie. I remember watching him play. Think in the think...
1: season, he, he started every single game. Did you know that? He was, him and really? only two yeah wow yeah More. I think he um, I think it was he had a, a substitute I think he was subbed uh, I don't know I think I think they said in 90 minutes out of the whole what was it 40 48 games
0: years ago think, it was 42 games I think I, you had cut matches.
1: I think I've got it Um. Well, um, yeah, he, um, used to be, oh, no, 64 matches in 71 season. he that started was he had the Cup,
0: League Cup, and he had the European Cup as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, he missed 50 minutes in that You're
0: whole time. you joking, really? Yeah. He must have been doing up his shoelaces because he doesn't like missing games, Julie. That's no, amazing, also, 50 minutes.
1: Yeah, and another fact is out of the 621 games he, you know, he um, he did, he started 607. Oh,
0: it's ridiculous.
1: And he was hardly ever subbed. So overall, he wore that shirt, played those 90 minutes for all those 600,
0: 600 games, roughly. I've got a question for you, which you may not be able to answer because it wasn't done in those days, Jill. How many assists did that guy get? Oh well, god. You know what so well, No one asked the question. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> must be, it must be hundreds, yeah. mustn't it? You think yeah. about it. He was always crossing that ball from the left from the right. And how many I mean, no one ever took any notice who, who made the goal. Usually called make the goal, not assist.
1: Yeah. No one took any notice.
0: It was never in any records.
1: No, he I was know loads. That, yeah, and he um I mean the thing is they was just saying as well the way he could cross the ball. I mean, right. I think it was when he um don't know if it was John Radford. They would actually get him to line up, you know, the name Mitre on their forehead so it would be straight. (laughs) That's how good he was at lining it up.
0: I saw a quote from, I think it was Frank McClintock, said he could land a ball on a matchstick.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they they were all, they all, you know, they loved him. And, you know, and they just say, like, he would do all this pre-season training or whatever, and um, he'd be off building, I think Borley said once, he, he said to Liam, he's only building a bloody brick wall in the garden now. We're all going to lie down and having to sleep. That was, I, he just, I mean, Arson said the same to us, you know, when after he died, he said, I've never known anyone so fit. Yeah,
0: never. He, fit he, he was a very good man. He was still
1: playing when yeah. he was, you know, he actually even said jokingly that he would have picked him for the game. You know, the game that they played, um, but well, it's got out of my mind now, um, Worthington Cup, um, yeah. the, the one where they did a tribute to him, because he was a oh, lot yeah. of these players um, in that game. Um, and um, they actually said that um, Arsene actually said he was actually thinking about picking him to play. <laughs> um, so that's quite something coming from Arsene, isn't it? Fantastic.
0: Yeah. This is, I've got a photograph here of your mother and Julie. There we go.
1: Yeah, Football of the Year.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, he won so many awards. I mean, deservedly so. I mean, I remember in the uh testimonial, Johan C- Barcelona played yeah. Arsenal. How good yeah. was that? Johan Cruyff, who was pretend I think, he might have been the best footballer in the world then, wasn't he? Yeah. About yeah. that time, yeah. and he yeah,
1: you know, was a sellout of the um, obviously, the game. And uh, it was 74, that was. Um, I don't remember it again. I was a bit. I'm not saying I was young, but we weren't. We didn't go to the game or the uh, evening thing. I don't think it was such a done thing then, no, for the kids. I don't know. Um, not for kids. we not. we
0: not. If you had school the next day, Jill.
1: Yeah, I probably. Uh, do you know what? Honestly, I don't. I really don't remember a lot of it. I, certain things I remember. Again, we used to have fancy parties. We used to have parties at our house, and I remember all the players coming. We had fancy dress and stuff like that. Things like that, but going back to games, um, specific games, until I got a bit older, I don't have much recollection. More really what we were doing in Highbury, um, you know, and obviously the commissionaires, I remember they were so lovely. There was another man called Tommy. I remember he he gave us a silver Jubilee coin each, me and my brother. He was such wow. a nice man. Um and um yeah i remember that and then obviously later on paddy um i loved paddy he was a lovely man um and you know there was something special about um the people that worked there you know again they all loved the club didn't they they all had that thing. but to me there was something special about those commissioners standing on that door was Yes. There?
0: yeah especially I nobby nobby
1: that was so like wow you know
0: he was the type of guy he could actually tell you you can't come in, but in such a nice yeah. way, you felt privileged not to be allowed in. I don't know if that you makes know, sense.
1: Um I, they used to tease me later on years on um, oh who are you? Sorry? Who are you? <laughs> Sorry? I don't know you. And then they were just winding <laughs> me up. Um but, you know, for a minute, you're like, what? Um But, yeah, no, it was all nice. It was all a bit of banter. Everybody was very down to earth. And, um, yeah, it it was special, I think. Um, And it just gave you that kind of feel, didn't it? Um, Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely.
1: And, I mean, um, I I remember the days when Dad was playing was when we used to walk over. I think where the JVC centre is, there used to be a car park years ago where the players used to park.
0: That's right, that's right. Yeah,
1: that's where we used to park when Dad was playing. I remember that. And I remember the bang on the the windows, you know, and the car driving out. It would be mobbed. Yeah. Dad would go down the window and sign, <laughs> and sign. And me and my brother would be going, Dad, Dad, when are we going? Dad, 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 shh, shh. And he'd carry on. We would probably be there for ages. He would never knock. Um, signed for anybody, you know, he, um, yeah, he would he would just, you know, he would stay there and do it, um, but that was a memory, I do remember always our car getting tapped on, and that was the way, obviously, you got the players to wind down the window and sign the autographs, right. you know, because yeah. it was before the day, obviously, now it's all selfies, isn't it, but in those days, it was autographs, it was huge, wasn't it, everybody? Yeah. Autographs was
0: a big thing, yeah, very big yeah. thing. Um, I mean, he was, I think you touched on it before, and it's quite obvious. He was a very modest man, because you said the next door never didn't even know what he did. But I knew no. before he said that story, he was a very modest guy.
1: Yeah, no. He would never... Um, he, he was never one to um, talk about what he'd done. I mean, I think it was... Um, I've got a funny feeling we were actually going up to Leicester on the train after Dad left Arsenal 77, and he had the beard, um, you know, he had a beard. And um, there was a guy sitting on the train and he was chatting and I don't know how football got on. Obviously, I remember it was a little bit older. And he started talking about Arsenal being his team. And he was going, you know, and I, but he said, my favourite player was Geordie Armstrong. Oh, and no, he, really? <laughs> he didn't obviously recognise him with the beard. Wow. And um, as happened on many occasions, we'd be nudging. And he, he wouldn't. He, he wasn't comfortable always. But I think in the end he realised that you know the guy um, you know really thought a lot of him, so he actually spoke to him. He goes, "I'm Geordie," and he, he was whoa, you know, and you know it was um they chatted all the way there, <laughs> um so um yeah that that was the way. I mean, Mum said that they went. I think it was only shortly before Dad died they were in Paris on the Battemouche, um you know the, and some fan fan supporter joined them and. <laughs> Had a meal with her mum was furious <laughs> she said I was so annoyed we sat there and it was meant to be romantic and what happens somebody comes Arsenal support sits down spends the. <laughs>
0: well he, as I said he obviously had to spread himself thinly
1: <laughs> yeah I mean much to our annoyance at times but he wouldn't oh. change the person he was um, you know he um yeah, that's what made him special really. He just had time for everyone, yeah.
0: Well, you, you find sometimes, Jill, that people that you think are special, you see them in public life, singers, entertainers, of whatever, football, whatever, go through the list. But when you actually see them out and they're off guard, they are not the same person.
1: No, I agree, yeah. yeah.
0: But Geordie was 100% yeah. both ways. And that is amazing. You, you know, you, I'm not saying no one else is like that, but he, no, was no, he was peak on both. To be honest yeah. with you. It's no,
1: fantastic. I, I worked in media, and I had, yeah, certain people who are well known and yeah. shocking behavior, but it's mm. alien to me because I, I can't understand why people are like that because no. you know, I mean, dad, okay, you know, but. You know, people are what they are, aren't they? So, um, yeah, it's. Um, I think that's probably why it was um, so hard losing him um, for so many people, even at the club. I mean, Martin Keown said to me after he died that the Coney was so quiet because he was so loud, Dad. He had a really loud Geordie accent. I suppose all shouting, well, you know, in them days, shouting on the pitch, mm. and he said all you hear was. Hi, 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 hi. He knew everybody's <laughs> name and he's like, hi, Geordie, hi. Said, and you, you'd hear this laughter. And I don't know, do you know Bill Graves who used to do this? Yes. Yeah, yes. bless him. He was a lovely man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he used to- I knew he used to- of him. I didn't know him, but I knew of him. Yeah, yeah, he did like um the Celebrity Arsenal team. Um, and he used to always tell dad jokes. And they'd say, oh, then dad would get this joke and he'd have to tell everyone. Everyone yeah. he went round. And he would find it funnier than anyone. And he would just be this laughter and, yeah, that was how I see Dad. He was just, you know, bundle of en- energy, really, and, you know, sort of really full. And I think that's what you kind of miss. He always had a kind of humour in things. I mean, obviously he was serious at his job, but if you look at the, uh, you know, his old players, I mean, Ashley Cole was with him from nine. Um, and you also had, like, um, Steve Sidwell, um, you know, Adrian Clark. Yeah, all talk so well of him. Um and um Omar, you know, all the those players that were there when he died that day at Coney, um, obviously that had a, quite an effect. Um but you know, um he you know, they they thought so much of him it was um but well, it's weird to think it was it, you know it's like this time twenty two years ago. Yeah. yeah
0: it's I mean, weird. He spanned so many years being at Arsenal as a player and then a coach. And even the, the legends that we think of, of the last 10, 20 years, they knew Geordie. Oh, yeah. And they, was, and they respected him so much and appreciated him. So you yeah. think about that. You go into different levels. Yeah. And everybody, from yeah. anybody to yeah. the great, just respected Geordie and loved him. And it's just a testimony to him of what type of human being he was. Forget about a footballer. He might have been the worst footballer in the world, which he obviously wasn't. But
1: you know what's funny? I think they all knew his ability. I mean, a lot of them, you know, I remember Lee Dixon saying he watched dad playing from the 70s and, you know, he was looking at, you know, what would I've, how I would have, you know, um, marked, you know, looked at things like that. But the funniest thing that they do, they all know, obviously, him as a player and what he achieved, you know, what he had, you know, what he was. But the, the things that they come back with is the humour side of it. I mean, like Lee will always say, and this is the God's honest truth, Dad ran the Arsenal lottery. He was the one who went round and did a syndicate because <laughs> he was adamant he was going to win it. And, um, he, and he used to say the only one that owed him money regularly was arson. <laughs> and he said, well,
0: <laughs>
1: has never paid me. And he used to have a list. And uh, honestly, the players, they found it hysterical. He was going to help everyone. Lee Dixon said by the time he helped everyone, there wouldn't be any money for him left because everyone had to share. But that's what he was like. And he's, he did. He yeah. literally wrote down everyone's name and collected it all. I mean, obviously, it was all at Highbury. Um, but such funny stories, really, that y- you hear that they said about Dad. I mean, you can just... Oh, yeah, you can you imagine it. It's funny stories. I mean, it, like I so say, even
0: with... a shame with, that, as you say, you can't, you didn't, you couldn't, why didn't you put them on your phone all those years ago, Jill, in the 1980s? All that, on my yeah, phone. I've, oh, the, phones weren't about them, were they? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't, What a it's shame. A, it's also what Dad told you, you know, Dad would say something funny. Like, I don't know, say somebody like, I don't know, um, I think... Uh, Ron Saunders would be uh, Ron Atkinson or whatever turned up at Arsenal or whatever then one of the players would say bloody hell George is there nobody you don't know because literally they'd come over to dad you know you think the time he started football you know 17 wasn't he he yeah. played with all these you know really big um, you know names he knew uh, I mean like you're saying about testimonials I didn't even know he was in Brian Clough's testimonial I really didn't know he'd even played in that it's not something he would have a conversation with you about. He wouldn't talk to you about a good... You know, I actually once said to him, Dad, you know, how do you feel you were as a player? You went, all right. That's all right. just all right. Yeah. yeah. No, just all right. Yeah. And right. Do you know what Frank and all of them will say? He used to beat himself up all the time. I've had a crap game on this and that. And they're like, Jody what game are you playing? Because we didn't see it. Yeah. You know, that was Dad. He never kind of like um, saw himself as being um, anything special.
0: Well, he certainly was. He certainly was. He'll take it from me. I went to the games. Went to every home game and quite a few away. And uh, believe me, he was. Look at I've got, an, I've got an old one for you here.
1: Yeah, that was two days before the cup, the um, seventy-one cup final. Oh, right. Yeah, oh. it was done for. I don't know, it was done for... Uh, uh, I mean, all the, a lot of these photographs of us whilst we're young together as a family were either done for the Arsenal programme or um, Shoot or Goal or one of them. That's you it, know. Yeah. Um, well, but of that was a lot. Well. before. So that's how young we were.
0: Oh, God dear. I mean, I think they had a fund, didn't they? The teams that got to the cup final, there used to be a fund where all the media used to put into... Yeah, I got oh. one, Yeah? Yeah? Um,
1: Yeah, because we were getting interviewed and i was i i I remember that being asked what do you think of your dad and i just cried because i was too shy i you know i was only little i wasn't you know some of frank's kids were older and bobs and that you know i was a little bit too young and i was quite shy my brother was too young i mean um but i've got a video i sometimes put on twitter that shows us in the um just before the cup final when they did that thing. I think it was like the journey of the final and the kids' party, isn't it, and all that. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. The, uh, that's... were brilliant. When we used to go as kids um, at Highbury, I've got pictures of that, Um, and we, one of the players would dress up as Father Christmas, um, and you'd have to go up and get a present. Well, I, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I didn't know, you know... I. Found it all quite uh, daunting, but yeah, no, it was um, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, oh, honestly, such happy memories. Really, I I can't say otherwise. It, I've been very fortunate.
0: So here we go. Look, this is a lovely yeah. photo. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, that was done. I think for the program, um, and I know mean? Andy used it recently um, in the in a program not so long ago, actually. Um, but that yeah, that was in our house in. Uh, wade's hill um and yeah
0: where's Wade's Hill? where is that
1: um it's not far from oh, mark um, north london i oh, must be north yeah. london near the ground yeah north london. Um, winchmore hill there's a picture of dad sitting on his car and that was when he first um he must have been about 20 1920 um and that's where we lived um in winchmore hill um and that's where we lived next door to Liam and Wilf when they were in Dicks. Um And really, everybody lived around that area, Palmer's Green. You know, you had Frank um, yes, yeah. and everybody used to kind of be close. They had to, I think, in them days. They had to be relatively close to training or the club yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So we always saw each other or, you know. Um, but I think that's probably the closeness they had as well, you know. Um, but, I, so, I've I mean, got a Sorry, Jill. Sorry, I got a. Oh, my dad's of closest friend was Peter Simpson.
0: Oh, love Stan. Yeah, they were in,
1: yeah, they were in together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Peter Simpson. He was a very, very good footballer. Yeah, he never was. got the recognition yeah. that he deserved because he had two good left halves for England yeah. in front of him. He yeah. was a terrific footballer for us. Yeah. He was he, fantastic. I mean, they all were. That, that yeah, we had yeah. We had a squad, I think, of about fifteen that won the double. 15 or 16 yeah. and all of them were terrific players they yeah. really were and they were part of the jigsaw not just as you said yeah, community yeah. for the team they were so so good yeah. i mean had they gone to other clubs at the same time it, they wouldn't have had the same impact it was just no, for no, some no, reason something between yeah, that, them that happened
1: sure yeah
0: look yeah, at this look at this photograph Jill. it's because i'm showing it not just because your father's in it but because of the color of the shirt true arsenal red in my opinion
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're funny, aren't they? The poses. When What year was that, 60?
0: That's uh, 67, I think. 67, yeah.
1: 8. Oh, that's the year I was born.
0: Yeah, that was that year. Look at those. I mean, I love the colour red, though. It's different, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's funny, isn't it, when you look back on some of these old photographs, so, yeah. But they are special, aren't they? They've got something about them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, funny enough, we... Years ago, people never used to wear football shirts to go to football like they do nowadays.
1: No, it wasn't no. a fashion
0: century, was it?
1: No, I mean, you I mean taking life in your own
0: hands, perhaps. I don't know, but um,
1: yeah, um it wasn't
0: a dumb thing.
1: I, I've got quite a number of pictures of uh, Dad, and in the background, you can see um people in, like, suits and ties and hats.
0: Yeah, people used to wear shirt and ties to go to football. Yeah. People yeah. used to get their stuff to go to football. Yeah, I, I remember those days. Was, yeah,
1: I mean... So, yeah, we it was uh, totally different though. But I mean, we used to sit obviously, in um, um, when we used to go to Highbury, I mean, we um would go to our seats. I have to tell you a funny story. Um, is that you know, like on the odd occasion, if somebody in front of us started having a go about dad, my mum would get annoyed, <laughs> saying, "What are you on about? And having a go at them." I mean, I think in the end, they had the things thinking, don't go near Mrs. Armstrong, you know. And this one time, well, actually, my aunt used to come sometimes with us, and she, she used to slowly go down in the chair. If she had somebody calling Dad, she'd be sinking into <laughs> her seat thinking, she's going to start now. But be <laughs> protective family. Oh, God you know nobody would say anything and then in the end they're oh oh, you know no we don't mean any harm No, I mean, no, 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 no. Days. yeah but it was different wasn't it in them days you, i mean there wasn't harm meant to, it was just you know the way it was but um i think for a family hearing it it's quite hard you know when it's your uh father you're just going to be protective aren't you of course you are I, I I know, it. it's so no the same on twitter when people you know in the past have been abusive or whatever and you just think, yeah, okay, people say, don't go there, don't engage. Yeah, I totally, and, you know, got a lot of thick skin since doing it. But it's still your dad, and yeah. it's still hard. Because I always say to people, if you cared about your one of you, you know, your parent, your mum, your dad, or both of them, and somebody's calling them, I think one person's calling them alcoholic and all that stuff. What? And, you know, drugs and stuff, yeah, that you died of that and all that.
0: Well, anyways, the, the, the point, the, the, the very sad people in know, this just, world jill i'm afraid no but just to say people. that
1: you know sometimes um yeah you know but you know that is just such a small small percentage i mean it's amazing um really honestly i never ever thought it would be like this i mean um I spoke to Vic Akers about it. Vic was a very good friend of dad's, um, you know, because they worked together when dad was reserve team manager. Um, and Vic said to me, you know, you would never have known this if you, if you know, if your dad had been alive, you'd never have known this. And what an insight to how loved he is. And it's true, because yeah. we never went to, we never went anywhere. I think I went to a couple of, um, yeah, maybe one dinner with Dad, like, um, you know, where they went as the players, and, you know, people would come up and ask for autographs, but, um like, a dinner. But we didn't go to, like, the pubs or anything, because it wasn't somewhere that you would really go, do you know what I mean? Because Dad would be like, oh, no, you, we'd just stay in the club or whatever, you know? It wasn't something we did, because we would have that kind of little network of meeting, you know, family, wouldn't you? Yes. Um in the club, and probably other
0: players as well, and their wives, yeah. you must admit, yeah. surely. That's a well, bit of you know a close
1: relationship. Go back to the um, 70s is after we went, had a, we would um, go to a restaurant in Palmer's Green called um, Filippo's or Al- Alfero, I think it was, um, and everybody would be in there. Liam would turn up, and then, you know, with their other halves, um, Frank Stapleton would be there, then there would be so, there'd be all of us here we'd so all been to, um, you know, they played the game, we'd come home and then we were all in the restaurant. It was amazing that we all kind of, you know, we in this sort of similar, um, circle all the time. We would bump into each other, you know, or we'd have parties. And somebody would have parties and we'd all go, but, um, yeah, it was all very close actually with the players actually looking back now, probably didn't think about it so much at the time, but I suppose, um, yeah, there was a bond there all
0: the way through, yeah. And it's gone through the bond really with your father has gone through as I say all these different like, generations of Arsenal players. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's a wonderful thing and he's been the uh, he's been the consistent thing throughout. You know, yeah. it's so good that you know that he, he did yeah. that. Um, yeah, he's got... um he
1: was, you know, yeah, he was well loved and I think also He wouldn't tell anyone, you know, he would never tell anybody to do anything he wouldn't do. And he would always show by example. So I think he got a lot of respect that way. He would coach, but he could do it, you know. And sometimes, I mean, I remember him, you know, just, he would, I'm not saying the whole story, but basically he could come home and he said, oh, guess what, in training, I, you know, I said to do this or that. And they're all like, yeah, you do it. He goes, I did it first time. And they're like, oh okay you know and that was him you know he wouldn't you know he could he could deliver you know which i think got him respect as well um so he was never asking of them anything that he wouldn't you know be able to do
0: himself Um, i I can understand that i mean and also but we keep getting back i keep getting back to the thing that he showed everybody respect and he got it back. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Yeah.
1: If everyone was like that.
0: The place, would be a, the world would be a better place.
1: Yeah. I, know. I think also, um, you know, it's just the whole thing with him. He just, I don't know, he just, he respected people really. He showed them that. Um, and, um, you know, like I say, he would. There's not many people that I think he ever came across where he, you know he had issues with some people like anybody does in life, but not really. He was quite well, you know, overall well liked and I think um, respected. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, you know, it's it's hard to even think, you know, like we were saying before about his tes- testimonial. You know He he played in he, so many, Jill. That's what I yeah, can't understand. Um,
0: How come he plays work. in all these testimonials that I never put in with these players? I thought, yeah, yeah he's a London... He's not born in London, we know that, but he comes from the yeah. northeast. Work coming came down to Arsenal, stayed at Arsenal for years, made his name at Arsenal. All of a sudden, he's playing testimonials all over the country. Why did everybody... It makes sense, but why did everybody want julie to turn up for a testimonial? Because they're all friendly with him.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, like I say, I mean, he was good friends at one point with Malcolm Allison, you know, because he worked with him in Middlesbrough later on, he was assistant manager. Um, and Malcolm came with us to Kuwait. Um, and he was just such a character. Again, I wish I'd recorded the stories. Well, Malcolm Allison
0: was him. a character. Yeah, a yeah. cigar, didn't he? Tendor and cigar.
1: But that, and then he worked for Ron Saunders, um, you know, and I remember picking up the phone to him and I'd go, hello, and he'd go, I say, who's calling, please? And he go, Mr. Saunders. It was always Mr. Saunders, you know. <laughs> so, uh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. The, I, he knew everyone. Yeah, I mean, like I say, but you know, he never. it wasn't. They were just people. He would never kind of you know make a big deal or oh, suddenly I saw this one or that. I mean, you know, he met different people through his life, and um, you know, and yeah played in i think he refereed with a game with rod stewart and i'd say well what did you say you go oh, all right george how are you doing that's what i was like you know just try and make a joke of everything you know like play it down you know you know he didn't he never kind of yeah he just he was just like that with everyone he didn't really kind of I don't think he was ever in awe of anyone. He respected people, but I never got the impression he was ever kind of like, oh, wow, they're amazing. He would respect people. Like when he goes back to like the Hillwoods, I think we had this conversation the other day. Um, he had a tremendous amount respect for that. And I think that kind of, they in turn had respect for him, you know?
0: But um, I, mean, I mean, I don't want to embarrass you. I would never do that. You know that, Jill, but it's not just because you're on. I said this before, right? And your, I mean, you might have seen me ride it somewhere or heard me say but I genuinely believe this: there should be a statue to your father because he was like a bit of Brighton rock. If you cut him down the middle, instead of having, he'd have Arsenal through it, wouldn't he? No. Let's face it: he 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 epitomised everything what asked the good things about Arsenal, the way he conducted himself, yeah. the way he played, everything, just everything. He epitomised. And, just, um, and he wasn't a centre forward, so he didn't score a million goals. Yeah. He wasn't a goalkeeper; didn't save so many penalties. He was a terrific player, and as I said to you, he made so many goals that went unaccounted because years ago he didn't do that. No. But what he brought to that team, everyone realised. The players themselves realised. The supporters realised. And for such a long time, he, in my opinion, and you probably, I uh, probably you think I'm biased, because so you're on. I've said it as I say. I've said it before, and I truly, in my heart, believe this: there should be a statue to him at the new stadium because he is the number one, in my opinion, of what he represented with Arsenal. Uh, It's
1: lovely for you to say that. Uh, It's difficult. I mean, Dad. Of course. Yeah, it's lovely for you to say that, and it's really. Yeah, lovely. I mean, it is very proud when you see, I mean, like, obviously, I know things are changing now with the um, Emirates, but, um, you know, to see those big, um, you know, to see him up there, I mean, especially for my kids, because I mean, and my brother's children, none of them got to meet their granddad. So it's quite, yeah. I mean, I, I just, the first time I saw that, it was just so emotional. And you know what I think is so special about that is what's written underneath. When you talk about a player um, and you say, you know, I think they said that um, they asked everyone to, you know, put forward, um, you know, what they thought of the player, what had made them fall in love with the club, blah, blah, blah. And this particular person, actually, who I found on Facebook, believe it or not, he put it on a website and somebody... Let me, and he actually talked about that. The dad actually came and met him the next day and took him around the club. But that was for me, dad.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. He would do that, and it was also a story. I think it was in the um again the double season. Somebody turned up and said that they couldn't get tickets, and they came up to um I I, I don't know if Charlie was sitting on the side and said, oh, you know where do I get tickets for the game? And he said, well you go in the box office. So the guy went in and he came out. And Charlie had gone and he saw Dad over the road, I think with Peter Story, and Dad was in his jag. Um, and he came over and he said, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get tickets for the box office, is, you know, close So Dad said, come with me. Anyway, he went in and there was no... So he went around the back, he got him tickets and he signed them. He said, there you go, on us.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: He gave us... He signed it and he gave me tickets. But that would be Dad. He, he would kind of like, um, you know, he would... I mean friends of mine talk about like when we went out as kids they'd have pocket money but my dad would pay for everyone everybody must have thought he's a multi-millionaire you know <laughs> but he acted like that he just you know liked to he, treat people I think what it is is he felt fortunate um Norman yeah. Gilliam the uh, the um writer yeah um he um he said to me that he I interviewed dad quite a few times over the you know the uh, 70s and he just said you know, your dad um he he just like you know, questioned, you know, am I good enough? Am I he said he was just such a nice man that he felt so privileged to come from, you know, working class, you know, six brothers, two sisters in the northeast. My dad used to talk about his mum giving two doing two sittings for their lunch and dinners. She worked so hard, his mum. You know, really proper, you know, um, str- you know, the real workers and um you know, they, they didn't have anything. And, um, you know, dad came to, to you know, achieve that. I suppose it, you know, it was, you know, they were all so proud. He was the youngest one as well. Um, so yeah, he felt lucky and he was grateful for that. He used to say to me, you know, I'm lucky to do something that I love and I get paid for. I mean, I think if he could have done, he would have done it for free. I mean, don't get me wrong. he have <laughs> But you know he did love it yeah. that much and he would yeah. never have given it up he would never have retired I could never have seen him he would have done scouting or something he would never have retired
0: I mean you could just very quickly this photograph Jill of him for me epitomized Geordie you could tell that he just yeah. got stuck in he was yep. like you could see he's been running around all game
1: mum said he got cut and he had to have stitches
0: oh right. on that
1: one but he carried on playing.
0: You he know. just, yeah. that's me, sleeves rolled up. Come on, we've yeah. got work to do here. That That's for me, is Jordan.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? I'll tell you a story, right? When we went um, to do the, um, in May, when they did the, um, you know, for the double, um, we went on the pitch side, you know, to, we walked on there. We represented, mum and I represented, dad and Frank spoke and Bob and George and them all came out. Um, and when we were standing there, we've got Gunnosaurus with us and we're waiting to go on the beach side and, you know, it's, you know people, their stewards. Anyway, one of the stewards turned around to me and he went, um, So who are you with? I said, No, no, we're representing my father. He died. He went, no, Who is he? Um, I said, George Armstrong. He went, oh. He started hugging me. He goes, I was seven years old and I used to do that roll my sleeves up because I'm going to be Geordie. And he was so full up. He he said, I can't believe it. He said, I loved him. And I I thought to myself, God, as if is meant to be when you're in these situations and you meet people um, who have that kind of memory of him. Um, And to me, that's the best thing ever, more than anything else. No disrespect, more than anything you can put up for him. The fact that people have got this memory of him and it just... He would never have believed it, Melvin. He would never have believed no, it. probably
0: not. Probably no, not.
1: But, and, and to be honest, I've said this to a few of the, um, the 71 team. I said it to George Graham. They love you. And what? No. And I've said it to Raddy. You know, you don't realise. now. they probably... They don't see it, you know. They don't see that because, like I said, I would never have seen it. But I saw it because I'm on social media and I remember my dad every day. And there's a purpose because of the way he died and how much mm-hmm. love he had for the club and so forth. But I'm saying they probably don't because they're not doing it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And all their family's not doing it because, like, I wouldn't have done it probably if dad had lived. No, I wouldn't. I, don't, I really don't think. It's sad, but I wouldn't yeah. have done because it wouldn't have happened, I don't think. Because why would I have done it? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I wouldn't if that makes sense. Um, it does make sense
0: because, yeah. like you say, you wouldn't have recorded anything, you wouldn't have written anything down because yeah. this was going to go on for whatever time. And he died yeah, a very young man. Yeah. It's not yeah. as if he died when he was 90, so you thought the last yeah. 10 years, i get better get something down. I don't know. Yeah. You know it was such a shock to the yeah. world, obviously your family. Yeah. But you thought tomorrow's just another day. And, and
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, I think... Yeah, it's um, yeah. You don't expect things. That, that's no. one thing you've got to realise. I mean, literally, he went to work that day. He had made a phone call to my mum at lunchtime. He had lunch with Ray and the team. They were talking about it. Vic on the table, and he went and boom. arson even talks about it. It was just nobody could believe it. And literally, he went down. He collapsed. He got back up, which I didn't find out till many. Wow. Years ago. I didn't even know that. And he got back up um, um, and he told the lads to go in. Um, mm. And, you know, that's all, all you know, um, the players who obviously um, we talked about earlier. And um, and then he went down and that was it. I mean, um, it took a long time, Gary Lewin, to kind of... Um, I mean, Gary struggled with that because, you know, it must have been hard. You know, they all worked together. But from what I gather... Um, who was it? Um, David Court told me that they were all in the room with dad and they were taking his boot off. I think Arson took one off and um, he took a book, so it was like really special. I know it sounds weird, but it was kind oh, of like no. um, they were there with him. And I mean, let's be honest, I mean, they they got his heart going, but he was dead. I mean, he would got, it's been too long, and then obviously, by the time we got to the hospital, mum and I and, and my brother and we came down and um you know leading to the way that they had to do a brainstem um test and he was brainstem dead so and then he went into organs so it was woof. it literally went like so quick i mean you know you're looking at a matter of hours for this person 56 fittest man anyone arson's talking about playing him and then boom you know he's dead Honestly, I you know, me and my mum shook, we literally shook for about a week. It was like we were in shock, of course. You would be, why wouldn't it you? Be? I mean, the doctor said you do that, otherwise, it could kill you. You know, it was that much of a shock. Um, yeah. and um, yeah, no, I mean, and then obviously, when we had the funeral and Arsenal, it was all like, yeah, it, surreal, it was real. They're going
0: to use the word surreal, aren't you? It's
1: yeah, surreal. because you know it it was just yeah i mean i don't know even now looking back 22 uh, years you can still kind of have this uh, disbelief that it actually happened i remember for weeks waking up thinking is this just a dream i hoping that when i go to sleep i'm not it's not going to be true um but, yeah, but let's be honest, if we boil it down to one thing, would he? how would he want it to go? On the training pitch, yeah. playing football with the team at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Boom. That You know, he couldn't have chosen it better. I mean, God forbid if he was driving, if uh, they were having a double training session that day, I mean, imagine if he'd been driving. I mean, it wouldn't be the the way you... No. You know, no. God knows, you know, no. you can't go there. But, no. um, yeah, but no, I mean, to be fair... um you know, he, it it was perfect way for him to go if he had to go. So and he would I mean they actually said that if he'd actually come out of it he could have probably been paralyzed from the neck down. Now you imagine my father. He wouldn't have wanted would,
0: that, I don't
1: think Jill somehow paralyzed. Do you know what he, he wouldn't he couldn't have lived like that. He would have hated every minute because he was just such an active person. Um but obviously you know it wasn't to be anyway. But um yeah so um yeah. So, but, you know, he, um, it's lovely that he's still remembered, you know, and he's still around the Emirates. Um, I always think that so I say to my mum, sometimes I feel that going to Highbury or the Emirates, when you see his flag or, you know, his pictures thing, that to me that's better than going to the churchyard because I feel like dad would be there more. Yeah. you know, well, His soul is
0: there, Jill. If his soul yeah. is there, there yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the comment here, Jill? Another comment. um,
1: um Oh, that's really nice.
0: There's so many I, of those, Jill. So many. Yeah,
1: I I do um see a lot of people that actually I spoken to, and they'll say that he was my grandmother's favourite, or my granddad's, or my father's. You know, um. Uh, yeah. Jill.
0: Excuse me. You're making me feel old because <laughs> I actually saw him myself. Do you mind? Uh, Stop all that. No. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think he was um. I don't know. It's funny. Somebody said the other day, I think he was on Facebook. I oh, don't know. Maybe I don't know. I he said um, that apparently um, he was a junior gunner's in 72 and he had um, lost his flag. So dad picked it up and he said he's never washed it to this day. He's still got it.
0: <laughs> can, can I just say before we go, because I mean, it's yeah. been fantastic having you on as we Locked knew it would be. We knew back. it would be. No, Jill, it's Jill, fantastic. Fantastic, but I'm just going to say thank you. I probably did this on Twitter with you some time ago, but thank you for doing what you're doing because I know that you're doing it for yourself and whatever. But you don't realise what you're giving to other people. Uh. You actually, you're actually um, like reigniting people's feelings, what they used to do years ago. Things we've in our brain we've forgotten about. You put something on there. Ah, oh, yes, I remember that. Oh, I remember. It just brings. Brings some of my brain back to life again yeah, and, possible. Possible. and also you're the catalyst to so many um great arsenal accounts out there especially on twitter and it's really is good to... well, i call it twitter but your friend nancy calls it twitter okay. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant nancy but no but that, that's what you've done you are the catalyst you you all of a sudden other people come to the fore and put photographs on you and know, you know who they are that are fantastic some of them you've got but some of them you haven't got and it yeah. brings it all together and thank yeah, you for that and thank the other people as well for doing it
1: and it's nice now because i think also we interact a lot with other um, you know like um, different um, clubs so therefore you get like images from you know maybe a liverpool game or manu or chelsea and, you know, Dad's in it or some of the 71 teams, you know, so they're coming back and saying, oh, look at this, where we do with them. So it's like we're crossing, you know, sharing it all, all of yes. this in a way. And they're all, you know, great legends there, aren't they? I mean, let's be I mean, I remember I could name every player in my, nearly every team then more so than I can now. <laughs> but, you know, I suppose, I, you know, it was different. But, um, yeah, no, um, yeah, they were. It's good. It's good. And it's probably a lot of positive feedback. So, you know, it's it makes it all worthwhile.
0: Very much so. The people that I've met from other clubs as well. It's just it brings it all together and it's just a good feeling and absolutely. Yeah. Jill, thank you. Thank you so much. I didn't believe I'd ever do this. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Oh. We we'll speak at some stage in the future.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you, and sorry if I went on a bit because I do take...
0: No, Jill, I I, I actually can. Sit, I can sit here for another few hours, uh-huh. but I, I think I don't think it's fair on you uh-huh. because you know it, it's brilliant, it's really good, and um, I just well, if if people outside have liked it half as much as I have, then they've really enjoyed themselves. Because uh-huh. it's been Thank you. As I say, nice to talk to you again. Yeah, and you. Well, And uh, we speak soon. And come with you gunners. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye.